content, say less. Let's finesse. Yo, I got the man, the myth, the legend, Professor A, psychology and master, voice. So today, getting straight to the point, <laughs> hey, say less. We're talking about addiction. My man really wants to talk about this, and this is the best guy to handle this subject. So I'm going to give a quick example of addiction. So long story short, addiction is like a chronic dysfunction within the brain that, um, what's it called, involves reward, motivation, and your memory. But like a basic definition is a, is a physical dependence on a substance or activities. But a fun fact before he takes over is one in three people in the world are addicted to some substance, uh, uh, addicted to some kind of a of, of thing. So long story short, with that being said, take over, brother. All right, man. Hey, uh, sounds good. Uh, thanks for having me on. And I uh, just want to add a um, quick point. I think uh, that number is a lot higher. I think we're all addicts to some – well, not addicts, but we're all addicted to something to some degree. Um, and that's just because that's how we're wired. So mm – -hmm. Basically, we're, you know, we come from the savannah, right? We come from, you know, our primate ancestors that had to, like, scavenge for food, you know, uh, you know, seek shelter, build shelter, uh, work, work within teams and groups. Um, and so we got our brain um, developed a mechanism to reward us for that. Yeah. And that was in times of scarcity where there, you know, we had to do those things to survive. Yeah. Um, so our brain was correct. Now, when we're in overabundance, I think there's quite a bit of overstimulation. Yeah. And I think that's where we can get into, you know, addiction where it actually causes a problem because there's an overabundance of stimulation, dopamine to the point where the brain starts to downregulate Mm -hmm. um your basic uh survival you know instincts and things you need to survive like your brain starts to deteriorate essentially or your attention span starts to deteriorate because your brain says i don't need this i have everything that i need for free yeah so it's like it's like just a constant flow of dopamine mm -hmm. your brain says I don't have to work very hard. So you lose your motivation. You lose your attention. I like the example of the chariot rider. So our, our brain is like uh, the horse. Yeah. Our, our, mind, our mind is like the horse. And the chariot rider is like our prefrontal cortex. Yeah. And so essentially what happens in addiction is the horse takes control mm -hmm. so the horse is out of control it's it's running it's leading the chariot wherever and there's not much control over circumstances mm -hmm. so Hold on. you said the brain is the horse yeah the mind the mind is the horse mm -hmm. so the chariot rider the prefrontal cortex controls yeah. the horse yeah tries to manage it uh you know, emotions, things like that, and, and tries to form it in a way that, you know, works for the chariot rider. Yeah. But 
yeah, tame the animal essentially. Um, so it's, it's work, it's mm-hmm. effort. And, and sometimes, you know, the, the horse can get out of control. Like people's minds can, you can lose, you know, touch with reality or you can just lose your motivation or, you know, your thoughts can go out of control. Like, uh, you know, anxiety and things like that. Yeah. Um, so addiction plays into that. Yeah. In a huge, in a huge way, I think. Yeah. Because, um, it basically, it's basically responsible for our lack of motivation or attention. Yeah. Wherever, wherever that's lacking, it's usually there's a problem with addiction or overstimulation. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. So the addiction you're trying to say like um causes a problem to that area you're lacking in a way. Or, yeah, well, or it, because you're addicted, then it causes mm-hmm. the problem to those areas, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Okay, with yeah. that being said, I'm just going to give like some examples of stuff people could be addicted to, right? Everybody knows like the common stuff like drugs and alcohol. People mostly say addiction, but people can be addicted to nicotine, which is foreign tobacco. Cocaine is a common one. THC, marijuana, everybody thinks uh, people can be addicted to marijuana. <laughs> but some people say that's not true. But um, opioids or narcotics, painkillers kind of stuff. But simple things, you don't have to be addicted to that. You can be addicted to coffee or caffeine. People always just think like drugs, drugs, drugs. But you can be addicted to gambling. In my opinion, gambling is one of my pet peeves when I see people doing that stuff. That stuff irritates me to the most. Let me tell you why, brother. Because... People go to work and work so hard, bro. You know what I mean? Let's just say you do a certain job and you spend like eight or 12 hours at that job. Right? You, let's just say you made 200 bucks, right? Then some people could literally go and play pole tap or just go or whatever, right? And lose that within 30 minutes, bro. And the thing that's crazy to me is like, bro, first of all, you worked that hard. You could literally buy your gas for a while. You could, let's just say you were still in that stage to go to the bar, right? You could go get whatever you could literally go out to eat for seven days in a row right but all you even using that for good utility you're literally just lost it in the blink of an eye it's like Mm -hmm. what then just imagine if you have a bill after that you have to pay it it's like wow but let me just continue that's like my kind of stuff we'll we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll break these down a little bit deeper though but you can be addicted to like literally like food which is a common addiction. Um, like these people seen those TV shows, my 600 pound wife or 600 pound life, whatever, right? Um, you can be addicted to technology, like playing video games all the time. Um, sex is a huge, huge one. Everybody knows huge. that. You can also be addicted to work. But the, the most common huge. ones clearly people know about is the porn addiction, the alcohol addiction, and the drug addiction. But since I just listed a few... I'll let you get back to your work, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I like that you mentioned like gambling or some of like the ones that people can't really relate. But yeah, anything that increases dopamine, like video games. Yeah. You know, because it's like our brain gives us a reward for a challenge. Like, okay, so video games don't actually give you anything. Yeah. But our mind perceives in the game like, oh you get a freaking coin 
for doing the task. Right. So it's like it mimics our natural, you know, we would give ourselves a reward for doing a task, right? You go to work, you make some money, you get a little dopamine spike because you're like, oh, I did good. Yeah. And 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 you kind of get to set those terms for yourself or they're conditioned into you. Yeah. Like you, you might get a good grade on an assignment. You get a dopamine hit, right? Yeah. Um, so those are pretty common things that are like rewarding but good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there's things when it becomes an addiction, it's like it's rewarding, but you're not moving forward in life. Right. Like, so there's a study with rats mm-hmm. and i thought this study was just crazy um but these rats they got the choice of whether or not they were going to get food and water that day or cocaine that day yeah and so they got to press the button once <laughs> per day yeah <laughs> and so all the rats chose cocaine every time Till they starve to death. The rats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, instead of choosing food or water. Yeah. You, you would think that eventually they're going to be like, oh, well, I need to survive. Eventually I'm going to choose food and water. No, they chose the most uh, rewarding dopamine spike they could get. Because cocaine is more rewarding than food. Savagery. Like, it's more rewarding than sex. Savagery. <laughs> so, like, so, like, people are going to choose the cocaine or the rats are going to choose the cocaine over the food, over the sex. Like, it's better than our natural reward is that we get in life. So, it's like, no wonder people get addicted to, like, hard drugs, right? Yeah, that blows my mind. It's more rewarding than actual rewards of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they all starve to death. Like, so that just, it's like a fault in our wiring Yeah. that we're, we're designed that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, it, it, it's definitely a disease. It's like out of a person's control at that point. It's like, yeah, it's how do you, how do you come back from that? You know, it's, right. it's more rewarding. It's more rewarding than life. Violence. Like, that's crazy to think about yeah. that, that you would they would choose that until they die, bro. And I mean, from you saying that, right? I mean, just life examples of stuff or people I know, right? Or just or stuff I heard or stories I heard. Like, it does get to a certain point that you know is like stuff like, like not even just that, just any addiction. It can get to a point that is literally ruining your life, and that you literally, that's the part of being addicted that makes it bad. That. Like even though you know it's causing harm, it could be not even it doesn't have to be physical harm. It could just be psychological harm or anything. Like literally, they can't stop it. Since we're saying that, right? Let's just go on some signs and symptoms of addiction, right? For example, the person is unable to stay away from the substance or stop the addictive behavior. Display a lack of self control. Have an increased desire to use the sub um the substance or behaviors. Lack of remotion or emotional response. But for example, I seen somewhere it says all addictions um what's it called induce a feeling of hopelessness or a sense of failure. And that's the crazy part because you were bringing the dopamine part up because. Since we were going to like to a scientific type vibe of it, so when you when you get those dopamine stuff right, and the next day you lose it, 
clearly you feel like you are feeling because you're on the, from the highest high you have the lowest low so like there's a sense of like whoa like oh snap like you know i'm you get what i'm trying to say like instead of feeling good like yeah you just drain your whole like your tank out pretty much and you just feel like you could probably committed a sit especially knowing Yeah. you're right especially knowing that it is affecting you in a bad way and that's the crazy part about addiction but With that being said, like you can you can like you, you can vibe it. You can vibe it. I'm just, you know me. We're just vibing right now, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like what you said there. Yeah, like there's definitely a crash and Yeah. people describe that crash as like they need to take more just to feel normal. Right. <laughs> like like they feel ashamed that they can't function. as their normal selves without the drug like Right. so so that's when it becomes you know Toxic. terrible because it's like yeah it's like they need it now just to be normal Yeah. just to interact with society go to work be with their kids Right. like um shit like that and then that's where the shame comes in Yeah. which doesn't help either is there's that like social stigma about it social shame and that locks a person in even more because like i said the way this center works is it wants to seek pleasure avoid pain and so the drug does both of those things so shame shame is pain consequences are pain Mm hmm you know your your kids don't want to talk to you anymore pain so what Mm are you hmm going to do Ooh, right Avoid the pain. right Yep, Ooh, you're and snapping that, and that, hell yeah, and that, and that's what people, that's what our system doesn't understand about, you know, like locking people up. It's mm like hmm those consequences are going to cost them uh, their place in society, their job. Like they're gonna feel, they're gonna feel more shame, Mm hmm Yeah. and then they're gonna go even deeper into that substance use. Savagery, you're right. You're right. It's Yeah. sad, bro. It's sad. Like, for Mm hmm example, man, let's just say like somebody like we're about to like lose their house, right? And they're addicted to like gambling, right? The stuff is so sad. Instead of this person, like, like, what's it called? Going to pay their rent, right? They will literally go to the casino, bro. You know it's true. Like, but you know what, man? I already lost this whole year. I already lost my whole life away, man. Got this last Mm 400. -hmm. Hell yeah, I'm going to go there. Gamble this 400, bro. I'm going to win it all back. Boom, lose it all. Damn, frick, I'm an idiot Yep. kind of stuff. Then it leads you more into depression. But since we're saying Mm that, hmm right? And the use or of the addiction or behavior is being used in like risky situations. Like you already know this is bad. You should not be doing it like right, like right before work in your car kind of thing or literally at work or the desire to cut down or use of doing the situation as being unsuccessful as you try or there's a strong desire
It is literally impossible. Nobody can make it for you. Nobody, somebody can beat you up. They're not going to change it. Like, you're sure it might, like, stop you for a little bit, but you're not going to change it. But it takes definitely, you need probably a support group, as people know, and you have to be mentally, mentally strong, and you got to stay away from the friends and people that are still doing the substance because it is definitely easy to relapse. Even if you went 15 years, you could try it one more time. Boom, you're right back in the game. That's the sad part about it. But go ahead, brother. Absolutely. You just said uh, steps one, two, and three Violence. of the 12 <laughs> steps. Like, oh, for real? The, yeah, the most used and the most successful program Mm -hmm. there is in the world. What is that? Uh, 12 step. 12, That's the name of it? 12 steps 12, of what? yeah, Addiction 12 steps. or something? Yeah, it's just called 12 steps. Um, but yeah, step, steps one, and, and this is Russell Brand's version, uh, which I find hilarious, is are you a bit fucked? So admit that you're a bit fucked. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, two, is it possible to not be fucked? Like, you got to be like, okay, <laughs> I got to admit to myself a little bit that I can, you know, get out of this. yeah. And then, and then are you going to do this alone? So you, Yeah. you got to get help. It is possible to do it alone. I suppose if you have enough willpower, Yeah. but you got to accept help in most cases. And then <laughs> yeah. um, the next thing is audit. Audit. Mm -hmm. You got to write down everything that's fucking you up. Like, so that, that helps clear your mind in every angle that you've kind of cornered yourself so you can get unstuck. Can you go through the whole twelve steps actually? Uh, I, I can. I, I only have seven written down No, right now, we could actually. we could do seven. We could do seven. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, maybe we could do the other seven in another podcast. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, audit auditing is huge. Audit your life. I mean, anybody can audit their life right now. Mm I hmm think it's important because that opens up room for awareness because Fact. most people do shit and they're unconscious about it. It's just a habit, a bad habit, a program, and they they just do it. And it like when you when you start to think about how how much time you waste, maybe you waste a lot of time. Maybe maybe you take like 80 minute showers or something like Right. or, you know, you just waste a lot of time you, or you end up late for work because you don't audit your morning routine or whatever. That's beautiful because that one can be used in every aspect of life to really activate an individual. But go ahead, move on. We'll get to a different part. Yeah. And, and I mean, you can go deep on that. Like, like just like how you're, how you're coming across to people, how your how your managers are treating you. Are you setting boundaries? Like you audit everything. Right. Um, then tell, tell somebody about, you know, how fucked up you are. Yeah. Cause like basically, um, by doing that, you're getting over fear. Yeah. Cause, cause I think what society wants to do to keep you isolated and keep you kind of in consumer society is keep you fearful, keep you disconnected. So this is a step in helping you connect. Yeah. Uh, so telling someone, someone else what's going on, like, Yeah. and so AA programs are set up designed to do just that. You talk to other people that are going to be accepting because they're going through the same shit Yeah. and you get to tell somebody, which is huge Yeah. because a lot of people do this shit in secret and they're ashamed of it. So that's a part of getting past that shame.
Yeah. And then um, six is recognizing all those patterns. So back to the whole audit thing, a lot of these steps repeat themselves. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, how many habits do you have that sort of lead you back into back this? to the vibe? Yeah. Like, yeah. Habit. Once you write it down, because some people don't really realize the habit you're trying to say. Like, a habit could be like, yo, every time after work, I just go to the bar and grab three beers before I come home. I've been doing it with the boys for so long. Or I take mm-hmm. this path, it's my favorite place to eat. But when you go to that place, all your friends are there kind of stuff. Well, that's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Or, uh, like, identifying triggers is huge. Like, for me, mm-hmm. you know, like, like rejection, social rejection or failure. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and try to numb that pain. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll have a drink. And then, right. next thing you know, I'm on, like, a weak binger. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> okay yeah so so no no become aware awareness is is huge mm-hmm. and then are are you willing to live unselfishly like start to recognize just like how selfish how selfish that behavior is and like how selfish you be, you become yeah and that's another step in reconnecting because the opposite of of addiction is connection savagery <laughs> yeah my my professor told me that my like 85 year old professor that was like that's an og an expert <laughs> yeah yeah expert in addiction stuff like she was old and wise and and freaking hilarious but yeah all this stuff <laughs> came from her bro i remembered every word that came out of that lady's mouth because she was awesome but yeah she said yeah. the opposite opposite of addiction is connection hey shout out the og man bless say less Hell yeah! Yeah, I need to go. I need to go look her up, man. She she's awesome. Right. Um, but yeah. But yeah, man. Overall, I mean, I feel like people got the gist of it. So I think we can cut it mm-hmm. off right here. And I appreciate you for coming on again, brother. It's always a pleasure to do this with you. But I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel like we went off on this one, brother. So thank you, thank you, thank you, yo. Nice. Keep us activated, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you got to end it the right G-G. way, brother. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Say less. <laughs>